0: So Claudio's in Orlando, Florida, by the way of Brazil. He came to the country when he was 6 years old his parents had decided that they wanted better opportunity for their kids so they moved and picked up and moved and moved to Orlando. And uh he was not a fan of that. And as as a father of uh, with some young kids, I think they likely would also not be a fan of me picking them up and moving to a new country where they didn't speak the language, they didn't know how or where to do uh, anything. Uh, That also, you know, we talked about kind of unlocked a certain level of entrepreneurship is, is somewhat similar to an immigrant, meaning that you come to a new country is you just have to go figure it out there's so many things in business in general is exactly that is like you don't know how you're going to get there you are to the finish line you just know the next step you are listening to the passive wealth principles podcast i'm your host jake harris and when i'm not hosting this podcast i'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country this show allows me to interview Dive deeper and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. Welcome to the Passive Wealth Principles, What I Learned, Claudio Gambin episode. I'm your host, Jake Harris. This is where I take a little bit more of a dive into the episode that I recorded previously and some of my takeaways and lessons learned. So Claudio's in Orlando, Florida. By the way, of Brazil, he came to the country when he was six years old. His parents had decided that they wanted better opportunity for their kids, so they moved and picked up and moved and moved to Orlando. And uh, he was not a fan of that. And as as a father of uh, with some young kids, I think they likely would also not be a fan of me picking them up and moving. To a new country where they didn't speak the language, they didn't know how or where to do uh, anything Uh, that also, you know, we talked about kind of unlocked a certain level of entrepreneurship is, is somewhat similar to an immigrant, meaning that you come to a new country is you just have to go figure it out there's so many things in business in general is exactly that is like, you don't know how you're going to get there. You are to the finish line. You just know the next step. And oftentimes like, like Claudio's parents was, they just knew that they needed to get to America and they came to America and then that was it. And then they, they, they just took the next step, the next step, the next step. And they kind of discovered it on, uh, on their own path. And then that ultimately also allowed Claudio to do kind of the same thing was he discovered his own path, his own purpose. And that kind of unlocked kind of his, his chapter number one was this poverty, this trying to figure out, you know, you know, seeing his parents having to make the decision between bread or milk because they couldn't afford both of them. It was one or the other. And so that, that fear of poverty kind of pushed him and drove him to want and to achieve more than where he was. And so that became the first element of his level of success was running away from something, running away from that poverty, running away from that, that experience that he you know, initially has as a young, young you know, person and young adult and, you know, kind of chapter two was then going into the next step was going from, you know, maybe a little bit of a level of poverty to then college and then getting to college and struggling through college to, to take several years to get a degree. Uh, So seven years to get a four year degree. And and it was because, you know, and he was forced to finish up because they weren't going to give him any more money, any more student loans that that unlocked and created the opportunity of getting an internship into a financial advisor he turned out to be really good or pretty good at sales. And that's what one of the things that most financial advisors or financial advisement firms is like. when you start out, you're actually a salesperson, you're selling a product, you're not giving advice. What does some you know 20-year-old kid know about financial advice that they just didn't read in a book? And so it is oftentimes honing your skills at salesmanship. He was able to grow that portfolio grow that business internally, then create kind of a, as an entrepreneur, you know, doing that within the business, grow a division and uh exit out of that in 2019. And that kind of then unlocked his next level, his, you know, or, you know, chapter three uh, of his story. And that is being the entrepreneur, taking these skills, growing a business within underneath another business, now launching his own advisory business out on his own. And now he's been layering it and working specifically with growth oriented entrepreneurs is creating structure and vision and mapping that allows the entrepreneur to mitigate taxes and create, you know, a risk management plan and asset management plan and do some of these things, but not at the hindrance of eliminating growth. And I see this happen over and over and over again, is that there's people that make money in one area or they sell their business and then they go completely into a defensive mode. They're no longer focused on growing. And because they're no longer focused on growing, they start doing things like diversifying and spreading their money out. And they're, they're basically waiting and trying to, to keep things at bay versus being proactive and you know, tapping and leaning back into where they were successful. They were successful in one area of their life. How can they then go amplify that? We talked about how Claudia got a coach, Ben Newman talk to him about that mindset. And even though he'd sold his business and where most people would say, great, you have this level of success. He then realized and unlocked that he had a third and fourth and fifth gear to his opportunity. And now he's starting to, to lean into those additional levels. And so this was one of those episodes that, that continues to echo and reiterate a lot of these principles. That, you know, it's, it's this fear of running away from something of, of poverty or, you know, depression or, or just wanting to be more. So you're running away from something, but then also that you need to be running towards something that you're running towards this bigger goal or this bigger vision. And then understanding that you need some framework, you need a structure. There is a way in which you can put your investment criteria, your family office, your sales process, all of these things have a system in which you can ultimately succeed in. And so when you combine those components as a running away from something, the running towards something, the component of this framework that allows you towards a bigger and better vision, you're going to have levels of success and in whatever it is that you want. That is what is so exciting that I get to hear. And that's why I think you should listen to this episode in, in, in its entirety. He also gives away some great tips. We're heading into a recession. It is uh, or, you know, technically, and I talked about this uh, mid last year, we're already in a recession. By the technical measurement of it. And so what are you doing if we are in a recession and the people that are moving into strong balance sheet positions, getting better liquidity, trimming, you know, their operating expenses, getting into a position, they have the uh, the ability to thrive in a recession. They thrive when things pull back. And, and one of the greatest unlocking of potential will be talent acquisition, your ability to double and triple down on who you are and what you do, especially if you're a business owner and acquire world-class talent. One of the things we, we didn't really talk about, but I believe is that best talent does not cost money. They don't cost money. They make two, three, four, five times as much money as you pay them. Average talent just tends to pay what they cost and then subpar talent actually costs you money and you need to get rid of those people as soon as possible. You can't have all rock stars and A players and and superstars, but this may be the time In this recession, that you can acquire top talent in your organization. So, but that requires you focusing on a strong balance sheet and liquidity levels and trimming some of your operating expenses. Claudio goes into the details on that. So, this is a tremendous episode, and I'm actually excited to connect up with him uh, more and dive a little bit deeper into some things in my own business. And I think it's something that everyone should be being proactive and look about in the future. This has been another episode of What I Learned with passive wealth principles, if you want to hear more about my own journey, want to hear about other tips, tricks, and strategies to reduce your taxes, to create opportunities for investment, alternative investments, making sure you're, you know, planning out your asset protection. Those are the things that we share in our weekly newsletter that comes out every week. And in that newsletter, you can sign up for it at catchknives.com. There is a button in which you can sign up for the mailing list. That is a weekly newsletter where we share some of these people's stories share insights share interesting things that are going out there i appreciate you and have a fantastic week i hope you enjoyed that episode today on passive wealth principles podcast make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on if the episode made you think of someone go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them you can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.realestate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.